0: And now, it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Well, Angie, let's have some fun with a little game on today's show. We're going to play a game called Overrated underrated or rated just right or rightly, okay. rightly rated. There's a local sports show that does this with like sports topics and uh, other random things. So we're going to do the real estate version of this, okay. <laughs> of this game that they play. Sure. All right. So I'm, I'm going to list some real estate topics. You assess whether they're overrated, underrated or rightly rated and tell us why. The first one, buyers. What do you think about buyers? Are they rightly over or underrated?
1: So I would like to say that they are overrated, but I'm going to be very honest because I don't want to get those nasty gram calls, right? So I would say rightly rated. And the reason why I mean that is depending on your situation, it might be worth it to maybe take or accept an offer that is netting you a little bit lower just because of convenience, right? So listing with Our team, I can show you the numbers, we will net you more. But of course you're paying a commission, but overall we're still netting you more. But the big thing is you have to allow showings, right? You need to take our guidance on staging, getting your home market ready and allowing showings in order to net that top dollar. So, you know, for some individuals, you know, they whatever their situation is, they need to get out fast and they do not want to deal with showings of their home. And so in that scenario, getting an offer from an iBuyer, an iBuyer is kind of like those cash offers. They buy it. Sometimes as is, not always, but, you know, they allow you to pick the closing date and whatnot. So there are many different options when it comes to selling your home and, you know, depending on your situation, one avenue might work better than another. Yeah, I think that's rightly uh,
0: rated. I think that's a, a good um th- very restrained of you to not to not go the overrated route. That was really Yeah. You're being very yeah, honest no, I, with yourself. Of course we would love to get all
1: the <laughs> listings right and represent you guys. Sure. But you know, um sometimes it's not in your best interest as a seller, you know, depending on your situation. And in and, and that scenario we understand that, you know what, maybe just getting a quick cash off or not actually going to the market is better for you.
0: You just make a good point about going in with eyes wide open of what that means. And I think that's that's important. All right. What about referrals? Are we over, under, or rightly rated there?
1: I would definitely say, and I guess the question is referrals in what standpoint? I guess like this referrals? is from, uh,
0: we'll say referrals from your perspective as a real estate agent. Like you getting- Yeah, do we love you, referrals? You getting referrals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say underrated in a sense that- we need more. We love them. Does that make sense? <laughs> that, that's um, what I was
0: thinking. That's what I was going yeah. for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No, we, you know, our business, actually a bulk of our business is off of referrals. So, um, you know, thank you to all of our, you know, just our friends, our family, our preferred vendors, you know, our past clients who send referrals our way. We love to meet, you know, buyers and sellers that way. You know, for us, it's wonderful because, you as the referee have already just, you know, really talked up our team and our services. So it kind of makes it a little bit easier there to slide in and to just represent them. But yeah, we we love referrals. It is, a like I said, a very big bulk of our business and our referrals are very important to us.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's underrated on the, uh, on the user side, on the consumer side. Uh, referrals are underrated, but the more referrals, the more people can, you know, if I was looking for a resource, the more people that can say, hey, you know, this is a great opportunity. This, this person's great to work with. Talk to these folks. The, the yeah. more beneficial that is from a consumer standpoint, too. So all the way around, I'd say referrals are underrated. The more, the merrier. I agree.
1: There, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, use your, your circle of people that you trust and ask, who did you use? How was that experience? Yeah. Um, don't necessarily be so quick to just jump with, well, my friend who just got their license. I want to help them out be careful making that decision. So ask you know, who have you used, who do you trust, who do you know that can get the job done and do an amazing job for me. Referrals are definitely a very important part of the real estate process.
0: That is true though, that not all referrals are necessarily the the same. So they're not all created equal in a way. Real estate apps, what are we looking at in terms of being overrated or underrated there? Just just the overall landscape of real estate
1: apps and technology. Yeah, um, maybe a little, I I would say rightly rated you know just trying to think of real estate apps that people might use um are you thinking about the consumer as far as their apps go or yeah, from the consumer okay. from
0: the consumer standpoint for this yeah. one yeah
1: i mean i would say actually i would actually say they are yeah, rightly rated. I would say, you know, apps that people use typically are maybe like a realtor.com, a Zillow. There's HomeSpotter, which is an app that we can actually share with you as being the real estate professional for you to actively search. Everything is techie these days, right? Yeah. Um, and everyone has one of those smartphones for the most part. And to be able to just quickly hop on your phone to do your searching, to view homes, to kind of look at potential, you know, prices, I, I think that real estate apps are very important. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily like underrated, but I would say definitely rightly rated there.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a good assessment of it all. All right, what about the process of staging a home, the the importance of it, the emphasis that's put on it? Yeah. Where does that fall in the spectrum?
1: Um I would say um underrated. Many sellers don't realize how that Part of the process is so, so important. You know, your your home is a home, right? But how it shows and how it's reflected and, you know, the the first impression when a buyer walks through the doors, I mean, that is most important. And, you know, if we had the exact same home, that's dirty, just kind of looks all out of sorts versus a home that just looks impeccable. It's neat. The style is tasteful. You know, it's, it's minimal in the sense it's been decluttered, depersonalized. I bet you that second home I just described is going to net a lot more versus the first. So it's an easy thing we can all do. And when it comes to staging, I mean, that's something that our team offers, a uh, free staging consultation where our stager comes through she goes gets really nitpicky and she tells you exactly what she would like to see for you to do. But majority of those items on that list are just sweat equity. It's not going out and buying all this stuff or making these large improvements or anything like that. And you can pick and choose what you even want to do. But, you know, taking that guidance will really get you a long ways or a far ways and help you to net the most money. So staging is definitely underrated. We need to make sure we are always staging our homes. And for vacant homes, our team, we do virtual staging, which that's amazing. When you look on the pictures online, which, you know, pictures get people to the home, right? It's funny because you can't even tell that it's virtual. Like our our virtual stager does an amazing job, but it just shows you how you can lay out, you know, the rooms within the home. And it just gives a sense of, I would say, warmth, you know, it's not a, a, a blank canvas to work with and you feel lost. So, whether it be actual true staging using true items or, you know, virtual staging, you definitely you need to take advantage of that.
0: I saw an example of that virtual staging the other day, and it was pretty impressive. It was like, it was like the, the deep fake videos and where people like can switch their faces onto like celebrity bodies and be, you know, insert yourself into a meme, you know, that kind of thing like the and, it, and it's like, wow, that's very realistic. Like you can't even tell the difference. <laughs> I was I was pretty uh-huh, uh-huh. blown away at the virtual staging abilities. So that is pretty yeah. cool. All right. Very good. Uh, if you have any questions as we're going through the program today, feel free to reach out to Angie with any questions that you have about buying or selling homes. 919-538-6477 is the number to call or text. 919 538 you can also, if you'd like to get in touch with Angie, you can very easily tap into our great show resources that we have available to you. You can find out the value of your home, download the buying guide. We even have a mortgage app that you can download to your phone where you can get pre-qualified from in just a couple of minutes. Speaking of real estate apps and technology, we have listings of the week there, uh, a podcast, of course, that you can go and listen to and subscribe and uh, follow us on your favorite app. And you can contact the show all by texting the word SAP heavy to the number twenty one thousand. Again, text the word savvy to the number twenty one thousand, and you can get great access to all of those show resources. We're talking about things in the uh, real estate world that might be overrated, underrated, or you know, just right, rated, rightly rated, if we want to call it that. What about HGTV, Angie? I know that a lot of people are <laughs> big fans of HGTV. Are yeah. you? Where do you fall on that uh, debate?
1: I, and I love HGTV as well. And I was actually featured on HGTV way back in the day in yep. 2013. But um, and I. So I can say this firsthand, it's overrated. <laughs> um, it, it's reality, guys. Remember, now there is truth behind it because, like when I was on HGTV House Hunters, the client that I represented and that was on the show with me, you know, they actually bought the home. They truly purchased that home, but it's there's a story behind it, right? So the other two homes, and I'm sorry if I'm ruining this for everyone who wasn't aware that this is. Reality TV, the two other homes that we mix into uh, the group of that we're going to tour, it's just all part of the story. For example, in our case, my clients have never even seen those homes before. So there's truth behind it, but there's not. But HGTV in, in general, there's a lot of amazing improvement shows on there. I love to watch them as well. But, you know, you can't go and spend $10 and then get a $100,000 return. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, just remember, take it with a grain of salt. You know, maybe you can gather some ideas from it. But uh, unfortunately, in the real world, it doesn't always play out that way.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. And I I did like I saw a show recently. I was like, okay, they're finally being really realistic about you know the process here on one of those home improvement shows good, they bought good. a property for a thirty thousand dollars and then put like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars into the home that was like Ooh. the renovation budget and then they sold it for i can't remember the exact amount, but I think they you know they netted like maybe twenty thousand dollars off of it but I mean it was a long process to renovate right. that home and turn it around and when you really think about it i mean that's still a nice profit the off investment. of a home but that's a lot of work and time that
1: was a lot of work yeah that time is money it. and so yeah, yeah it was it that the best investment and you know that's that's part of being an investor right you know mm-hmm. some you, you hit a slam dunk and the other ones sometimes i've seen people take losses sure. right and just things don't pan out how they expected you know for them to do so and there's so many moving parts when it comes to like a flip or something like that that could You know, just even every day you're on the market and you're working on the home, that eats into your your profit, right? Um, So whether, you know, there's just so many things that could get in the way of being super profitable. So I love when they're honest and up front there.
0: Yeah. HGTV, uh, great for inspiration and entertainment, but a bit overrated for the uh, unrealistic expectations that it can often leave us with in many regards. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, what about handwritten notes? Overrated, underrated there? Yeah,
1: underrated. It seems like handwritten notes were a thing of the, you know, back in the days, and you know, guys, you know, handwritten notes, they just, there's so much meaning and thoughtfulness behind them, and it really goes a long ways with your client. So, and I guess I'm now speaking to the real estate agents out there, you know, when you meet with a client, send them a handwritten note. I love one of my best friends, I'm going to give her a shout out, um, Ginger Peters, here and there, she just sends random handwritten notes to just people. Like, I'll just get a random one from her just saying, you know, I love your friendship. And, you know, that just means so much more than just a text. Right, so yeah, handwritten notes I, I think are a fabulous thing, and I think they're underrated. Everyone needs to do them more, whether it's real estate or not real estate, but definitely in real estate that can really, really go a long way with helping to secure, you know, a client um, and help them to feel appreciated and that they mean, you know, a lot to us. I mean, we we send out handwritten notes when we initially meet with them, you know, whenever they close on a home a year later, you know, we we really make handwritten notes a part of our everyday process
0: also great for buyers to utilize handwritten notes to sellers oh, and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. And, it, you know, I initially think letters, but yes, hand you know, any type of like handwritten note or letter to a seller, you know, that's a great way to maybe potentially make your offer stand out, yeah. uh, you know, amongst, you know, another one that maybe was equal to yours or maybe yours wasn't even as attractive as far as like offer charms, but a letter can go a long ways.
0: We did type ours on our last yeah. purchase. We typed our letter, but man, maybe There's, we should have. Now, if I'd handwritten it, Angie, uh, it it wouldn't have. You been would have leg- lost the. It, home. Wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been legible. <laughs> no, I'm so,
1: joking. I'm, joking. I'm joking. Me too, me too. I don't have the best handwriting. There is a fine line, though. There is a lot of talk, though, in the real estate world um, on those handwritten letters to sellers when presenting, you know, your offer to them as far as are we violating the fair housing. And, you know, because anytime you start talking about familial status or anything of that sort, you know, there's a fine line there. So I would say when you're writing your handwritten letter, be very cautious on what you're putting into that letter, if that makes sense.
0: You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com